Hi, travelers. Harley Takagi Kaner here to let you know that we're going to be slowing down production a bit during the holidays to try and play catch up, which means that the next Second Citadel episode will be out in three weeks rather than the usual two, and we may additionally take another extra week before we get to the next set of Juno episodes. That said, we should still be bringing you two episodes per month as we usually do. In the meantime, if you didn't already know, the video of our most recent digital live production of Juno Steel and the Promised Land is up on DFTBA. You'll get to see all your favorite actors in full costume, and Kevin changed and added a lot to the script, so there's plenty of bonus material that isn't in the original episode. I encourage you to check it out and maybe consider buying it as a holiday gift for yourself or someone else. You can do that by going to dftba.com and searching for the Penumbra podcast. Happy holidays, and enjoy this episode. Ah, good evening, traveler, and welcome to the Penumbra. Tonight's tale is... Juno Steel and the Haunting of the Terrible Trio. Mercury. They kidnapped you. Who did? Marty, Sammy, and Ricky? (laughs) They're my buddies! All right, and also they have jobs here. I always forget that part. No, they don't. They're lying, and they're keeping you in your basement. (laughs) I'll believe it when I see it. Listen. I've worked a few missing persons cases. I was used to this part. The part where you'd find the guy, and it turns out his reason for going missing is, well... Stupid. But this, this was something else. My name's Juno Steele. And in the end, it turns out my biggest claim to fame is going to be best friend of superstar writer, Mick Mercury. (sighs) If I could get him out of there alive, anyway. He definitely wasn't going to do it on his own. This is a goofy theory, Jay, even for you. Next, you're going to tell me Mr. Main's in on it, too. She literally is. And anyway, I sleep in the basement because I want to. Have you seen the rest of this weird mansion? It's so creepy. Don't tell me you believe this place is haunted, too. Nah, it's not haunted. Really? You really think that? 100% positive, good buddy. Okay, why do you think that? Two reasons. First, I've been inside an actually haunted house before, and this is nothing like that. Oh, you were there. You remember that time your entire- Don't say it, I'm serious. I'm just joshing you. Wink. Unrelated, I think you're gonna love this next story I'm working on. Bruno Bronze gets up to all kinds of mess. We'll just talk about your next story later. Believe me, we'll talk about it. Don't think about it now, Steel. You're gonna want to throw him off the goddamn mansion. What was that? Your second reason you know the place isn't haunted? What is it? Can't tell you. That one's a secret. Of course it is. Okay, we'll come back to that later. For now, just... From the top, I need to know how you hired these people, where you got the recommendations from, all that. Oh, that one's easy. Mr. Main did it. She recommended herself? Sure, yeah. She showed up on my doorstep one day around, I don't know, two months ago? And she said, hey, your publisher sent me. Also, I come with a valet, gardener, and cook. We're all very qualified. And I thought, very qualified? (laughs) I can't turn down a deal like that! So I hired her. Did the publisher really send her, though? Did you even ask? Of course I asked. How dumb do you think I am? Oh, well, that's a relief. Mr. Main handles all my communication now, so I asked her to ask the publisher if they really sent her. Then she read their response for me and told me it was all right. Like I said, Jay, 
She's a real professional. Of course. Well, you don't look hurt anyway. How much do you pay these people? Oh, I don't know. You know me, Jay. I don't have much of a head for money. But you must need to authorize payments, right? They must need your signature at some point. You didn't teach Mr. Maine your signature. Hey, so what if I did? Rich bigwigs do that with their personal assistants all the time. Mr. Maine told, told you that, that, right. Well, this con is definitely organized, I'll give her that much. Spotty around the edges, but if she got you under her thumb that fast, that implies experience anyway. You said she brought the rest of your staff with her? Yeah, they said they always work together. Always. So it's organized crime. I'm not local to Mars, either. If they're gonna go after a high-profile target like you, they must be used to running far, far away. Space travel. Uh, Mick? Uh, yeah? Speaking from, uh, personal experience, I think you have a space pirate problem. Oh. Cool! No, Mick, not cool. Uh, Mick, they're dangerous. When I found out more than they wanted me to, they tried to kill me. You don't know that! Those guys just like to roughhouse. With a knife? Was that Sammy? Yes, Sammy always takes it a little too far. I should probably talk to them about that. Listen, I get that you like them, but you need to get them out of here. You don't know what they're going to do to you. Good note, good note. I'm just going to take a few weeks to finish the story, and then I'll get right on that. Nick, just... Let me try to lay out the facts for you, okay? You got it, pal. You are one of the best-selling authors in the solar planets. Yeah. Uh-huh. You've got pirates living in your house, while you live in the basement. Yep. And three of those pirates are armed. Tried to beat the hell out of me, if not kill me. And the fourth one knows your signature, and she's definitely stealing, I don't know, probably a huge amount of the money you're making. The bottles of wine they're throwing around upstairs aren't cheap. That's your money buying those, Mick. <laughs> that seems pretty likely, yeah. Then why in the hell don't you want them out of here? Oh. Oh! I see. Yeah! I get where that's confusing. Well? I don't know. <laughs> it just hasn't been a problem yet. Even if everything you're saying is true. I'm doing great! Not fake great like I was in Newtown, either. I don't like hearing that the fellas haven't been honest with me, especially Marty. After that talk we had last week when he took the last bowl of Sigma Crunch and put the empty box back in the cabinet, it's disappointing for sure. Disappointing! But besides that, things are pretty good. Mr. Maid really helps me focus on my stories more, and I'm really happy with them, Jay. I think they're going well, and I haven't gotten in trouble in, like, weeks. That's new for me. They are taking your money. Good for them. I'm just awful at remembering dates and things. I bet I'd miss payroll every month. This way, they handle it themselves. Hell, I ought to give Mr. Maine a raise. But it's your goddamn money. Yeah, well, I, I already bought the one thing I wanted. It was real expensive, too. So basically, I think I'm all moneyed out. Besides that, I just need money for pizza and fried crickets, and Sammy keeps those coming. What, Mick? What the hell could be so important that it's the only use you can think of for a record-setting fortune? Did you solve hunger in the Outer Rim, build a better dome, find a cure? No, no, nothing is like intense as all that. I spent it on Wilco! Good boy! See? He remembers his name! That's better than last week. So what? You went to one of those designer pet places, surgically tortured some poor dog just so you could pretend he's the one that died when we were kids? No, come on, obviously it's nothing like that. What, do you think I'm going to spend mansion money on some dog? Good, because that... spending mansion money on Wilco! There's an idea. Mick, you got conned. 
Wilco's been dead almost 30 years. He said he walked into a gang war and got shot about a thousand times. That's because the future is now, JJ. Not 30 years ago. Though, now that you mention it, you're going to want to give Wilco about a foot of distance when he, you know, piddles. Because they couldn't block up all the laser holes yet, so it just kind of shoots Your dog out. is not back from the dead, Mick. That's impossible. That was impossible. Until I put in the funding to finish the project. That's what costs so much. This is high-tech stuff, Jay. Well, mostly it is. Which reminds me, don't pet Wilco too hard. Because sometimes a big hunk of skin and fur comes off, and I can glue it right back on, no problem. But it's just a whole mess, and I think he gets embarrassed. Okay, fine. Just tell me how this happened. Roger that. It all comes down to one word. Cybernetic enhancements. And an industrial freezer. And something the doc called galvanism, which is apparently really old, but they figured it out. So, anyway, so it all started when we were kids. Did you remember? <sighs> the beginning of the story is basically what you would expect from the Mercuries. His dad ran a crappy restaurant for a few years and had an industrial freezer for storing the meat. When Wilco died, Mick had one of his big Mick Mercury ideas about cryogenics, so he put his dead dog in the freezer. Less than a week later, his dad was shut down by the Hyperion Board of Health. You know, Mercury stuff. But Mick's dad, the galaxy's biggest sucker, couldn't tell his son that cryogenics were a fairy tale dreamed up by people on ancient Earth so rich they thought they could bribe death. All that fat accomplished was walk-in freezers stacked with bodies that might have mattered once, but all these millennia later, nobody even cared enough to identify, let alone thaw. He let Mick believe it worked. And he let Mick keep their dog in an industrial freezer in the common storage area of their apartment. And all those years, nobody even stole him. Can you believe that? Free frozen dog right out there in the open, and nobody takes him! Ah, oh, must have been a sign, I swear, cause Jay... Nobody had oh. solved cryogenics or anything like that. Being frozen just kept Wilco from falling apart, even more than he already had. It was a few other branches of experimental science that, according to Mercury, brought Wilco back from the dead. But one branch in particular. One I knew too well. Cybernetics, Jay. You thought all that stuff in Newtown was crazy? When, like, that little computer chip restarted my heart? Well, No, Mick, come on. There were no Theosols after Rita took care of it. See? That's what I thought. But that's not how progress works, apparently. The first modern brain-like cybernetics were being sold to people richer than the Kanagawa's back when we were in diapers. By the time we were in our 20s, you saw them on the street every once in a while. And now, 20 years after that... It's not so weird to know a few people who have them, right? Tech starts with people who can afford it, then trickles down to everyone else when it gets cheaper to make. Hell, I bet it was the same for computers or shoes. Okay. So if regular people can get cybernetics now, not amazing ones and not cheap, but still it's possible, what do you think the super wealthy are getting? You're kidding me. My point is, the people who figured out how to cybernetically enhance Frozen Wilco back to life didn't need the Theo-whatevers. They'd already been working on cybernetics themselves because there was a ton of money in it. Hell, when I told them about the chip restarting my heart, they told me there are a half dozen megacorps spread throughout the galaxy that have all been working on that same thing. And if everyone's working on it, why would the old mayor guy be the only one who could get it to work? Half a dozen megacorps all working on things of their own. None of this worries you? The fact that the tech that stole your brain is apparently being recreated and reproduced by corps across the galaxy? <sighs> Of course it worries me. Most of the time, I don't know what to do about the future except worry. 
But you know what really helps me when I'm feeling worried? Don't. Give it all welcome a great big hug! Isn't that right, boy? Oh, isn't that... Oh, jeez, there goes his tail again. You mind getting that for me, Jay? Doc says it's gonna take a few more rounds of skin grass before the thing stays on for good. I bet you remember, buddy. When Wilco starts wagging, he really loses it. <laughs> loses it. He does. I mean, <laughs> did. Here. Thanks. Now, where'd I put that? It's always the last book. This isn't proof, Mick. I still don't know if I believe that's Wilco. I don't think he minds. He just seems happy to see you. He sure does. Wilco did always like me. So you see what I mean, Jay? I'm doing fine. Even if you're right, and even if I've got four pirates upstairs bleeding my accounts dry, I got what I wanted. And I've got my stories. Nobody can take those away from me. Mick. And I'm not dumb. I know I'll have to figure this all out sooner or later. But right now, I'm going to enjoy what I've got. Enjoy what I've got. For a second, I thought I was going to flip out on Mick all over again. I got three words in before I realized what I was saying. Mercury, you selfish... Uh, selfish? And then I knew. Mick wasn't the one who needed help here. After years of bailing him out over and over and over again, now I needed him to save me. And it wasn't that I was jealous or embarrassed or anything. It was more like uh, time keeps changing people, even when you aren't there to see it. I wondered who my family, Nerea, hell, even Sasha would be when I saw them next. And I knew I couldn't know. Is everything all right? Mick, this can't wait. I... I need your help, okay? I'm in a tough spot, and I just really need your help. You need my help? And you didn't ask Sasha first? It's about Sasha, actually. She... I mean, she... Then let's get these pirates out of here. You can tell me about Sasha when you're ready. Thanks, Mick. Anything, anytime, pal. Just tell me what we need to do. Well, we can't call the cops for uh, reasons I'll have to explain later. And we can't kill these pirates either. I know I said I'd do anything for you, but that's got to be my one rule. And I'm standing by it. No killing them. Nobody asked you to kill them. Because they're good guys, for one thing. Ricky's a little jumpy, but they give a great hug when you're having a tough day. And all three are good at their jobs, even if they're fake jobs. Like, is a valet even a real thing? And anyway, they're human beings, Jay. Jeez, I'm not going to kill them. That's good, because nobody oh, wants Wait a be- minute. Wait a minute now. Come closer, Jay, and listen up, because I think I have just the idea we need. Mick did not have the idea we needed. What do you mean it's a lousy plan? Every one of them's afraid of ghosts. Ricky and Sammy and Marty, even though he'll never admit it. Classic Marty. So I'm saying you and me go find a real ghost somewhere, bring it back to my house, and we spook the heck out of all of them. But the idea wasn't rotten to the core. It just needed some adjustments. First, there are no, you know, ghosts. But luckily, we had two decent replacements. A zombie and a poltergeist. Uh, Jay, buddy, I don't mean to be rude here, but that looks more like a car to me. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about how it got through that little door into your basement, either. Oh, spooky. A ghost wouldn't convince Miss Germaine so easily. 
But with her goons out of the way, I wasn't worried about her. She'd be outnumbered and outgunned. She didn't have a chance, I assumed. You sure about that? I'm more afraid of Mr. Maine than any of the rest. Nick, if you knew the kinds of people I've gone up against in the last, say, two years, I think you'd understand why one nobody pirate crew doesn't worry me. We take out your mains back up, we take out your main. Easy. If you say so, bud. I said so. Then we set our trap. Ow, ow, ow! Watch where you put that stuff, Marty! You got it right on my skin knee! That's because it's for disinfecting your skin knee. Stop being such a baby. Ow! Sorry, Marty. That bandage too tight? A little looser, loser! <sighs> when I get my hands on that creep, I don't care how many haunted bikes he got, I'm gonna cream him! Don't you guys think we ought to tell the boss about this? If she was mad when I lost Shut them. Blockheads! Someone's coming! Hey, fellas! How are we doing in here? Mr. Mercury, how are ya? Not bad, not too bad. What kind of trouble are you getting into today, guys? Oh, actually, it's big trouble, Mr. Mick. You see, there was this guy and our. Whoa! What was that? Oh, nothing, Mr. Mercury. You know, Ricky, running his mouth when he gets nervous. <laughs> Classic Ricky. Classic. 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 So, what brings you up here, boss man? Done with your work for the day? Ready to race hover cycles in the desert? Oh, man, did those radiation shields I ordered come in? You betcha. N- none of the helmets, though. Ah, uh, we don't need those. See, that's what I've been saying. Oh, this is so exciting, you guys. I can't wait. Come on, 15 minutes, then we meet in the garage and pick out our bikes, and then we just... Oh, right. W- w- what was that? I, uh, I actually had a question first. Don't take this the wrong way, but... None of you guys has a criminal record. Do you? <laughs> Hey now, man, Mr. Mercury, hey now. Where's all this coming from? Oh, good. You don't. That's a relief, because I was doing some more research about the dollhouse manor, and, oh boy, guys, it really got my creeps creeping. You saying, uh, you have a record, boss man? Of course I do. I get into trouble as a kid, same as anybody else. And it's a good thing I don't believe this place is really haunted, because if I did, heck, I don't know if I'd ever sleep again. (laughs) Well, anyway, that's all I wanted to check on. I've got to go finish some stuff up before our race, What is there to be scared of? If you believe in ghosts I mean. In ghosts, huh? Classic, Ricky. Classic. It's the history of the house, basically. Did you guys read that article somebody wrote about this place? The lady who built it into a life-size dollhouse and kept a bunch of people trapped in here? And then they all died. Right? Creepy. Hey, thanks. What? Anyway, all this new info came out about the lady who made this place, and it turns out she only lured in people with criminal records. Guess her dad got killed by a criminal. He was murdered? Nah, it was an accident, but the guy was jaywalking at the time. And the article was saying how right when she was dying, you know, when one of those people she captured finally got her, she put a curse on this place, and she said even after she was gone, her estate was still gonna lure in crooks. Maybe they think they bought the place, or maybe they think they took a job in it. Heck, maybe they'd even think they were going to do a crime in here. But once they were in here, the curse was going to get them in three ways. 
first, it'd make them hallucinate. All kinds of things that don't make sense. Teddy bears as big as grizzly bears, and dead people, all that kind of thing. Then it'd make them panic. And finally, if they didn't get out in time, their hearts would just stop right there on the spot. <laughs> Good thing it's just a story, right guys? Even if it wasn't, a squeaky clean trio like you three have nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Mercury, a good thing. Anyways, I'll catch up with you three later. Just gotta finish some work and I'll... Yeah. Mr. Mercury, is there something wrong? Uh, I like a prank as much as the next guy, fellas, but doesn't this seem like a lot? I gotta get back to work. What the... prank? The car, obviously. Which one of you parked a car in this hallway while I was telling that story? It was pretty quick, guys. I didn't even see you move. I don't see no car in that hall. The heck are you talking about, Marty? This car right... This toy car. Big enough to... Mr. Mercury? <sighs> oh. What's wrong? Oh, no, oh, no, no. Don't come any closer. Stop revving that engine like that. Stop! Ah! <sighs> Mr. Mercury? Did you guys see him grab at his chest? His his heart? It looked like his heart Get was Get a hold gonna... of yourselves. Our new pal's dying and you're on about some story? Mick, Mr. Mercury, you all right down there? Wake up, pal. Please, wake up. M Marty? What is it? What is it? Shut up and look down the hall yourself, Ricky! Panicking, you guys! I'm really panicking! You're always panicking, knucklehead! You got one of them days and those sissies! Well, I ain't got one, and I ain't doing so hot either, Sammy! We gotta get the hell away from this thing! That room right there's got a door leads out to the garden, and it's too small for a car! We'll wait in there and figure out a plan! Jeez, it's dark. Anybody find a light switch? I keep flicking this one, but there ain't no lights. And it feels all long and slimy and floppy and... Then I guess it ain't a light switch, is it? The switch is by the door. One of you get it. About time. Thanks, Sammy. It wasn't me. R Ricky? Cat <laughs> got your tongue, pal? Nope, but it looks like he's got my dog's tongue. Am I giving that back, Ricky? Oh! Oh! <laughs> Mr. Mercury! But... but... We all saw it! You're dead! I'm not gonna be the only one! Get him, Wilco! Did it work? Yeah. There they go. Thanks, Mick. I know that was hard. 
If they were just here to steal my money, they weren't really my friends. I guess. They did sound pretty worried about me, though. I I don't know. Well, let's keep our eyes on the plan for now, okay? Those three pirates were scared out of their minds. No way they're coming back. Now that we've got the advantage, we just gotta find Mr. Maine. Oh, you found her, Jumbo. Mr. Maine! You get that blaster out of my best friend's hair right now! You're outnumbered, Mr. Maine. Drop the gun. Miss who? <laughs> oh, boys. Your little story may have beaten my crew, but me? You need to wake up pretty early in the morning to get the drop on me. The legendary space pirate, Arcana Lately. Ha 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 ha! Who? Yeah, I've never heard of her either. Sorry, Mr. Uh, I mean, Lately. Don't play dumb with me. Arcana Lately, the scourge of the Seven Systems, the buzzard of Belphegor's battle. Arcana Lately. That's L A T E. Yeah, I can spell. It doesn't mean I know who you are, though. And hold on, Belfigur's battle? That was like 45 years ago. I had an illustrious career. I struck fear in the hearts of every spacegoer and retired a legend. The legend must have retired soon after, because I've never heard of you. Jay, you're making her pretty mad. Finally. One more word out of that mouth, Jumbo, and this blaster cooks whatever you have left for a brain. I did not come out of retirement to be disrespected like this. I came to do a favor and for one last score. And it seems the time for that score has come. What kind of score are we talking about lately? Jewels, stocks, mixed hover cycle collection? Jay! I'd love to guess, but again, I've never heard of you. That is enough out of you! Nick, ah! <laughs> grab her blaster. Uh, okay. <laughs> Knew I'd find a way to piss you off eventually, Miss Germain. Hard to make you lose your cool, but it seems like it was worth it. You didn't even try to shoot me. Uh, and put a laser hole in Mr. Mercury's rug? I would never. So that's your game, huh? Rob this place blind and sell off the antiques? Please. The rug isn't that valuable. But it's just as I told you this morning. When I'm given a job, I do it thoroughly. No exceptions. That's a lesson you're about to learn, Jumbo. Even if it is a little too late. Wow. She really is good. Oh, give up the axe lately. Your goons are gone. I'm the one with the firepower now. I won, you lost, game's over. How's that for thorough? Jay, buddy. Do you hear that? You've made a lot of assumptions about me and my goons today, Jumbo. I think you're going to regret not being more thorough in your understanding. What? Mommy! I mean, boss! I told you we forgot something, Marty. Leave it our own Shut up, you two! Remember, when we're on a job, we call her boss, all right? Ma! The guy's right on top of you! Mommy? It's about time. What have I told you children about tardiness? Uh... Don't do it. Richard Samuel lately, do not slouch when you are on the job. I came out of retirement for you three screw-ups, and this is how you repay me? We didn't mean to. Do not talk back to me, Martin Samuel lately. Sorry, Sorry, Ma. Just kill these two idiots so we can get out of here. Kill Mr. Mercury? Really? Mick, it's getting bad in here. I can see that, Jay. What am I supposed to do about it? You have a gun. Stop dawdling. We have one month to put you three on Easy Street. Do you hear me? One month. We need to start our next con yesterday. But still, Mr. Bossman, our new pal. I can't just shoot him, Juno. They're my buddies. They're going to kill me. Kill them already. But what about the curse of Dollhouse Manor, Ma? If those ghosts are killing crooks and we do a murder right here. Samuel, Samuel lately. Are you a pirate or not? Forget that creepy story and do your job. 
And all I could think about was what apparently legendary pirate Arcana Lately had said to me right before the most reluctant standoff of all time. I'd made a lot of assumptions today, and I was going to regret it. Hell, I already did. I'd walked in here assuming Mick needed me to save him. I'd assumed that he was back on the bottle again. I'd assumed these goons were useless, and I'd assumed without them, Jermaine would be useless too. I'd become smarter and stronger in my year aboard the carte blanche, and I assumed that meant nobody short of Dark Matters could beat me, but here I was, cornered by a has-been pirate and her three useless kids. I saw Wilco cowering in the corner and remembered that I'd been making assumptions well before that, too. Assuming by taking the Theas down, I'd stop their threat for good. A problem for another day if I'd lived to see one of those. All of which might make you think I'd learned my lesson and stopped assuming. But I had one left in me. That if I couldn't get us out of this, Mick and I were doomed. That's when Mick dropped Lately's blaster. Now! This is your chance! Wait a minute. Wait just a minute, everybody. Miss Lately, I have an important question for you. And I need you to answer honestly, okay? A lot's riding on this. I know the tension's high, oh, but get to, to the spit point. it out. Miss Laley, you said you had one month to put your kids on Easy Street, right? Why is that? And why would I tell you? Uh, because honesty is the foundation for any lasting friendship? <sighs> I'll never- She came out of retirement because we weren't any good as pirates, Mr. Mercury. Richard! We just wanted to go into the family business like our ma, you know? But we kept messing it all up, and she kept needing to break us out of the slammer. And then all those rumors started going around about dark matters and- Dark matters? What rumors about dark matters? Uh, Ma, uh, we ain't gonna kill him, so you might as well say it. (sighs) Evidently, dark matters has had a change of leadership recently. In the past, in my day, they tolerated a certain amount of space piracy. There were ways to live a criminal life if you understood who it was in their interest to protect. But this new director is thorough. Very thorough. Something is going to happen in one month. Nobody I've spoken to is quite sure what it is yet, but the rumors spread thoroughly enough in my old circles for me to believe it. In one month, there will be a demonstration of some kind. A way for this new director to declare the age of space piracy over. Finished. Done. And my babies were still getting caught robbing corner stores. I couldn't leave them like that. You don't know what dark matters does to people they've decided are over. (laughs) So you came out of retirement to get your kids enough creds to retire too, before they could get in any more trouble. Does that sound right? I will do anything for my babies. I'm always the best at whatever job I set my mind to, including as their mother. You uh, take constructive criticism? I see. Well, that just about wraps up this mystery. And I think I've got the solution for everyone's problems. Just one last question, Miss Lately. Earlier, did you say that you thought the Dollhouse Manor story is creepy? I did, but I don't see how that's relevant. Very interesting. And what was your favorite part of the story, I mean? What was her favorite part of a tragic mass murder? What the hell are you... Oh, no. Oh, hell no. Meg! Shh! You can't give it away. It's a secret. And also, my agent will be so mad. You made up this whole mansion, didn't you? The dollhouse manor, that creepy article on the net, all of it. This is all about your big haunted house story that's coming out, isn't it? 
Well, I guess the cat's out of the bag now. I'm just glad none of you guessed that the Dollhouse Manor is a multimedia experience where the Bold Crown Gang gets sent through another interdimensional portal to our world and have to exercise a killer ghost to go back home. Ah! Oops. I guess that cat got out, too. It's not a multimedia experience, you moron. That's like when a stream has a book that comes along with it. Well, this story has a house that comes with it. Same thing. And later on, I'll open this place up for people to walk through and get the creeps, and hell, maybe I'll make a bunch of them real cheap so everyone can have some fun. I'll call it a McMansion. Ooh, yeah. And, wait, I thought... That's a bold crown story? Does this really seem like the most important thing? I thought those were just about when we were kids. <gasps> no way! Mr. Mercury, is that true? Did a portal to the demon dimension really appear underneath your house and cause the fire apocalypse after you caught that serial killer when you were a kid? And did the good demon time wizard really give you and your friends shards of the spectral sword to protect the citizens of Bull Crown from the root of all evil and a bad seedling? Oh, the spectral sword. I would get the shot of hope, I think. No, I would get the shot of hope. You would get the shot of smarts, Ricky. No, you would get the Knock shot- Knock it off, you two. You're forgetting what's important here. Mr. Mercury, did Time Wizard really send you and your pals back in time four years to stop the fire apocalypse? So you all had to balance saving the world while also navigating the complex landscape of responsibility, growth, and tender emotion that is high school? And besides, I would get the Shard of Hope, Ricky'd get the Shard of Smarts, and Sammy'd get the Shard of Shadows. Obviously. Well, well no, I don't he's really... I think he's right. Well, I... I guess that answers my question. Yeah, I, uh, kind of went off-road starting with that second story. But why? Well, I got that agent before the second printing, the one that really took off, and they said, you know, nobody wants to remember Old Town, so you should probably change that name, and and that got me thinking, if it's not even Old Town anymore, why not, you know, have some fun? <laughs> and I'm glad I did, because, I mean, no offense, Jay, but who wants to listen to a story about you and me? And, you know... I couldn't argue with that one. But of course they're all made up. What, you thought I was going to tell our haunted house story? The one where you got covered head to toe? That's enough, thanks. I promised you I'd never tell that one, pal, and I never will. Seriously. No. Oh, oh, what's the matter now? Seems like Mr. Mercury's a real good friend. That's all. I'm going to miss him. Now that we got to leave. <laughs> Me too. Wait a sec. Who said you guys had to get out of here? I said I solved the problem for everybody, didn't I? You have? Yeah! You guys can just keep working for me! And you too, Miss Lately. So long as you keep me focused on my stories, I'll have enough creds for all of us to get by no problem. Mercury, what the hell are you doing? It makes perfect sense, Jay. It's not like I'm going to use all this money, you know? What do I have to buy with it? A bunch of hover cycles I'll never ride? A couch made of wood? I was just thinking we never got to race those hover cycles! That, that, that couch has been pretty great for my back, actually. See? It's perfect. Mick, you could give that money to a charity. Or to, like, more people. And I bet I will, once uh, everything with Wilco's paid off. But we all gotta find our people in this life, Jay. And I think I just found the first of them. Bring it in, you guys. They were just trying to kill me. And here they are. They wouldn't have lasted two weeks on their own. 
Well, Mr. Steele, would you like to make an appointment with Mr. Mercury? What? He may be your friend, but he's a very busy man. And as his personal assistant, I'm in charge of managing his schedule. Any appointments you wish to make? It was not my question, and you know it. I have what I want. This job was only ever to provide for my family. In the end, it provided far more than I could have on my own. My children are happier than I've seen them in years. We all need to find our people in this life, Mr. Steele. The ones we'll love no matter how far they stray, no matter how often they disappoint us. For me, it has always been my children. And if this is what they want, it's what I'll give them. Unconditional love, huh? I've heard of it. It's usually what people ask for right before they stick a knife in my back. Then those must not have been your people. Not really. But I suspect you have one in this room. Don't you? Mr. Mercury has an opening tomorrow morning. Leave your address with me and I'll ensure he's there. Have a good evening, Mr. Steele. Thanks, Miss Lately. I will. Mmm. Nothing like a good hot plate of fried crickets on a cold day. Boy, it's been a while since we've done this. Or now that you're on aisle, I guess we could be cold all the time. This place is great. Yep. Pam, another coffee if you don't mind? Thanks. Mmm. Slugging him back over there, pal. You not sleep right or something? Yeah, I've been doing it. Let's call it another case. Graveyard shift only, trying to find someone. So you were up all night? That was the plan. I found my most promising lead yet. And? And then I decided I should probably go to bed. It can wait. And besides... I figured I should probably be awake for this conversation, because... Mick, we need to talk about Sasha. Hmm. And you're sure this isn't just another one of your, you know, disagreements? Disagreements? You know. You fight. You ignore each other. You make up. You fight again. We've been doing this 30 years, Jay. I know those signs pretty well by now. But... I know them well enough to guess that this is different. It definitely is. We're not coming back from this one. I'm sure. She did something. Really awful, didn't she? I'd say so. She tried to... Well, I mean, she actually did. You know, Jay, I've thought about it, and... Maybe I don't want to know. If that's okay with you, I mean. You. What? It's not because I don't care. If you need to tell me... If I'm the only guy you can tell, I'm here for it. I swear. But Listen, this is the way I figure it. If Sasha finally did something bad enough to get you this rattled, the whole galaxy is going to come down on her sooner or later, you know? I know you two haven't talked much over the past however many years, but we're all she's got. Her parents are gone. So is Annie. And Dark Matters isn't the kind of place you make friends. We're it. She said that to me more than a few times. She doesn't got me, Mick. I'm trying to tell you that this is life or death. Oh, sure. I'm not telling you to forgive her for whatever she did. I think I'm just saying... You two were only gone for around a year, and I was already starting to feel it. It's... 
different knowing you don't have anyone behind you. Anyone who knows you really, really well. You can feel that cold wind blowing on your back. That's the only reason I even thought to look into, you know, bringing Wilco back. I kept feeling kind of extra alone. Like more people than ever knew my name, but almost nobody knew me. Like you and Sasha and Wilco do. Mick, you know I would have come running if you needed me. This thing with Sasha is a little different. Yeah, obviously. I don't think you're hearing me, Juno. I'm not putting her on trial. Other people do that. You'll do that. And probably you all should, but... Everyone needs someone in their corner. Nobody ever got better alone. And I owe Sasha a lot. Like, a lot. That doesn't go away. Nick, this is all really stupid. Well, are you and me still going to be friends? If I do this, I mean? Mick, I... <laughs> I'd say there's nothing that you could do to stop us being friends. But this whole Sasha thing's really thrown a wrench in that idea. This is stupid, Mick. It's really, really stupid. But I've been your friend through stupid before, and I don't think this is going to just stop me. No. Just... One word of warning, Mercury. Yeah? Don't tell her about Wilco. However I feel about whatever branch of mad science you're getting into... No I... problem. Thanks for the warning, pal. I'll keep you a secret, too. I promise. Just like our haunted house story, huh? Like our haunted house story. Right. I'm your friend, too, bud. So if you tell me she can't know where you are, I won't tell her. If you tell me you need my help, you're getting it. And if you ever decide I'm the one and only guy who can help you out, I'll listen. I promise. Thanks, Mick. Hey, Pam! Slice a cherry pie and a coffee. Make those to go, thanks. And have you seen... There he is. Falco, glad you could Mick find out... Mick Mercury in the flesh. How you doing there, pal? It's been hell 15 years, hasn't it? 15 years? Definitely past. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm sorry, but I don't remember... Oh, yeah, we only met a few times. Hold on, let me see if I can jog your memory. Bartholomew Mercury, you're under arrest. I don't think... Officer so. Falco? Boy, it is you. <laughs> How have you been? I haven't seen can you since... we just get this goddamn meeting started already? <laughs> sorry. On a couple of days. Sounds like. Ugh. Wish I could say you get to take a break now, but after what I'm about to tell you, I doubt you're gonna want one. Bad news? Don't know. Hoping we can figure that out. Uh, figure what out? That's why you're here. Right, right, because of my strong deductive skills. Right. Eh, actually, he doesn't need to be here. The money's all been taken care of. Mm-hmm. Just as I deducted I contacted his personal assistant directly and got the first cred transfer last night. We've got everything we need now. Then why the hell did you make me bring him out here? Oh, look at that face, Steel. Who wouldn't want to see him? They've got a point, Jack. Then they better get to it. The hell do you need that money for, Falco? I thought we were going to ask Mick for, I don't know, blasters or a spaceship or something. This is about that thing I told you when I first signed up for your, you know, life of crime. Ooh, can I come? Oh. Don't worry, pal. You're in. Yes! What, about your take? You're looking for a paycheck, Falco? Shh! 
No, I'm not looking for a paycheck. I already took it. You what? Slick! Nick, that's still your goddamn money. I used it following up on that lead I told you about. Remember? And it turns out my instincts aren't half bad. Because I dug something up I think you're going to find interesting. Just hand the folder over already. How is this? Sales records? The hell do I care? You want to shut up and let me have my moment? Yeah, come on, Jay. Everyone knows a sleuth's favorite part is when they get to put all the pieces together. Thanks, Mercury. At least someone at this table's got manners. Criminy. What was I saying? Right, so like I told you, sometimes I look into my old friends. And sometimes I reach out to them. And sometimes I get them a gift. What the hell are you talking about? You never got me a gift. I knew you were going to be weird about this. Weird? I'm not weird. I mean... Obviously, we had all our stuff going on, and shipping to Mars from here must be pretty expensive, so... Anyway... So, anyway, I have this one friend in particular, and I sent her a gift once a year. And there are enthusiast sites on the net like you wouldn't believe. Places you can go if you want to buy military rations, rare socks, blood, you name it. Or in this case, discontinued snack food. Snack food? For example. Anyway, so it's a couple of weeks before you showed up, and it's about time for me to get this friend a gift. And I remember she likes salmon-flavored Dusty Crunchies. And I'm talking to Doc Gomez about it, and he reminds me that there used to be a cream-filled kind that they recalled. You got Rita a gift every single year. Rita likes gifts. You never used to like... Well, you could have asked. Wait, this is about Rita? Did you find something? There we go. Now I've got your attention. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm going to the usual places on the net, looking for these salmon creamies, they're called. Only every place I find is out of stock. And fine, these things are rare, but every single store? So I start making some calls, and it just gets weirder. Every place tells me their entire stock was bought out within the last week or so. And when they check their records, they see the client somehow managed to get every order through the system without putting in a name. Rita, you got an address? The address made them scratch their heads, too. It's in code. And I don't mean a secret code, I mean like computer code. The way they figure it, the delivery bots must have read the address, automatically run the code, and then went somewhere. The asteroid belt, it looks like. But that's a wide net. Right, right. All kinds of shady characters in the asteroid belt. One time I bought a house out there, but it turned out to be haunted, and when I went back to return it... Nick, that didn't happen. It was just your stupid story. Mm. Or was it? Yeah, it was. Thanks for reminding me. So, that's it, Falco? That's the end of your big lead? Let me finish. I ask if I can see the code that got put in as the address, but no luck. Company secrets. And when I talk to Vinny, he works up at the spaceport, Vinny says the code's probably telling these bots to go to a location, then follow a specific signal. But I can't know what signal it is without the code. And I was thinking about how I'm going to get into the store's databanks when Derek Mathers goes missing. And you show up. And suddenly I've got some cash. So you did it. You got the signal. You bet. Greased the right hand and the code just kind of showed up on my comms. And now I just came back from talking to Vinny over at the spaceport. Funny thing, huh? And you're absolutely sure. It's Rita. (laughs) Why don't you take a listen yourself? 
This is just one of the tracks, by the way. Vinny says there are a few dozen layered in there in a bunch of languages, and there was all kinds of other stuff in there. A funny thing happens when you've known someone as long as I've known Rita. You start hearing their voice everywhere. Snack levels have hit a new and critical low, and also the mean Doc Mattis people won't buy me any more of them. Please send all snacks to asteroid XC2B21Z without delay. Emergency! Emergency! Snack level... Whoa. You said it. We leave it now, or do you need to stop by my office first? We? What happened to crime doesn't take a day off, and neither do I? I'm not taking a day off. I'm calling in sick. Guess you got me in a rule-breaking kind of mood. Falco, seriously. Rita's just different. You know that. Ugh. Well, Steel, you coming? I could feel Nerea's journal in my pocket. And even though it was impossible, I thought I could feel the note I'd folded inside that journal, too. The product of my two long, long nights of research. The note had a name on it. One I hadn't been able to bring myself to say out loud yet. Because it's so easy to get lost in the past, isn't it? To obsessively build the diorama of your memory with every tiny detail you can find. To solve the mystery of why you're so haunted. Why you can't let go of a place or a person that at times pushed you on from. I wanted to read Nureyev's journal more than anything, and I was more terrified of it than anything. Finding his name. The password to the next entry. All I wanted to do was lock myself in a dark room and read, reread, wallow in the love I felt for a man who wasn't here, and wallow in the choking, sickening mire of knowing that there was another love in his life. Alive or dead, that first love was important enough for Nureyev to plant this riddle for me decades later. And I was terrified of what waited for me behind this journal's secret door. But then I looked up and saw Pug Falco. Not the roughed-up specter from 17 years ago on a different planet, but this one. Softer. Grayer. And I saw Mick Mercury, a handful of fried crickets crammed in his mouth, now grown up enough to wipe his greasy hands not on his shirt, but on his pant leg instead. And I thought about Rita. Rita, who is out there right now waiting for help. And however I felt about Noreyev... I knew chasing his past instead of Rita's present would be the most selfish thing I could do. I swear, the note burns in my pocket when I think that. Well, it'll have to wait, Slip Jackson. Whoever you are, old flame or blazing, pirate or personal assistant, ghost or man, you and Nerea are going to have to wait a while longer. If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to the Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, and if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash the Penumbra podcast. If you support us on Patreon at the $10 level or higher, you will receive access to commentary tracks like this one from co-creators Harley Takagi Kaner and Kevin Vibert and actor Stefano Purdy still better, like just whatever else you've been doing in your life has, has led to improvement, which is very cool. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, it just, you you have these other 
Um, well, I mean, emotional experiences that you can pull yes. from, and it, you, you just kind of round off some of the edges over time yes. uh, and become a, a well-rounded person and hopefully actor as well. Also, I have spent every day since last recording reading scripts and just practicing in the mirror, so. <laughs> we would like to give thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to Silent Interim, June Gashoku, Kit McLaren, Aaron Ritson, Don't Stop Her Now, we $30 Patreons need to unionize and make Kevin say the stupidest things that are technically canon. Liv Allen. Alice the Time Lord. Red Ruby Seven Truther. In memory of Spiral Opal. Elizabeth Dunn. Michael David Smith. Junebug Steel owns my heart. I bet Rita has a fursona. I bet Rita made Juno make a fursona too. The Simp of the Second Citadel. Ollie Nexus. PJ and their Discord adventures. Caroline Seidman, Radius Ulna, I canonized Butch Vicky in my published thesis, a sentient can of soda formerly known as Jay, Karen ZH, what if we kissed in the haunted dollhouse mansion and we were both podcast characters in our 40s, haha <laughs> JK unless, Red L, Genetic, NB Shaper, Minchowski, and Jamie Gunter for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. This tale... Juno Steele and the Haunting of the Terrible Trio was told by the following people. Joshua Elon as Juno Steele. Stefano Purdy as Mick Mercury. Chelsea Ruscio as Puck Falco. Melissa Barker as Arcana Lately. Kiki Samco as Ricky. Lindsay Eagle as Sammy. William Schuler as Marty. And Kate Jones as Rita. The Penumbra is created and produced by Harley Takagi Kaner and Kevin Vibert. If you wish to know more about our ever-expanding, infinitely creative team of artists, musicians, editors, designers, and managers, you can read about them in the show notes of this episode. I'm afraid that is our time for today, dear traveler. We hope you will join us again soon. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.